0: Hello, it has been a long time since I recorded anything, and I'm so excited to be here. Um, this is so interesting. I'm going to get right into it. It is August 17th, Thursday, 1154 a.m., and I'm, I am actually don't know what time zone I'm in. <laughs> I'm in the one that California is in, so maybe that one could be Central. Maybe that one could be Eastern. Now, that would not make sense for the time zone to be Eastern. So we're going to say Central or Western. I don't know if that's a time zone either. I don't know time zones, uh, but it is 1155 in the Calif- in the state of California right now where I'm at. Um, so I'm getting on the horn right now because, um, well, the other day I decided to travel back in time, listen to my previous podcast episodes of this podcast. And it, this whole podca- podcast is about the passing of time, how I can't seem to grapple with it, how it's really, um, shocking to me how time passes and the different versions of myself as time passes. Um, and so I was listening to this podcast cause I was like, I don't even remember, um, what I was talking about. And so I listened to it. And in that, in my first podcast episode, I was saying how it was four months until I graduate college. I was still living with my nana um, in Charlotte, where I lived my whole entire life. I um, was still working at my job that I had worked that in the podcast. I said two years. I miscalculated. I actually worked there for three years. Um, you know, I was I was about to embark on a lot of things, but I was still so much. Um, I was still so baby, and I'm still so baby. I like. Not to be that girl, but I am baby. Like, <laughs> And that's something I want to get into later, but um, that's something interesting I've realized about myself. I am actually baby. I can move across the country, and I'm still going to be baby. Um, but that is a completely separate topic that I want to get into separately, if you can believe it. Um So <laughs> anyway, I am... I was listening to that and I was like, that's so crazy because that was six months ago at this point or maybe seven months ago. No. Yes. Seven months ago whatever. And things are so absolutely completely different and it's crazy, crazy. And things are about to change again in a crazy way. Um, this is just a really interesting point of life. I'm 23. I'm going to be 24 in a week. Um, and it's just a really interesting place to be, um, being 23, about to be 24. And me and Hannah um, were talking about this the other day that like, we can't f- seem to meet people our age. Anyway, like we moved to, oh, I'm on such a tangent right now. We moved to Myrtle Beach and it was hard to find people our age we moved to California still can't seem to find people our age and I think the thing is that where in the world do 23 year olds go because you just graduated college and now you're about to embark on the rest of your life like it's like 23 year olds are all dispersing like none of us are settled we're all just going in every direction and so it's like really hard to meet a 23 year old because where the hell are they they're everywhere it, b- they're everywhere but they're not concentrated in any area so finding one is like so special um but anyway let's take this back I don't know how I got on this in that podcast episode I was about to graduate college in my hometown living with my nana didn't even know what was in store for me so in that I recorded that episode who knows what month that was maybe January or February, I don't, I don't freaking know. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to curse. Um, I in May I graduated college with a major in writing, rhetoric, and digital studies, and then two days later, I packed up all my stuff and for the first time in my life, I moved to somewhere that wasn't Charlotte. And we moved. I said earlier Myrtle Beach, but we moved to Calabash, North Carolina, which is. Um, on the coast, if you don't know where that is, it's like a, a really precious little town full of old people. <laughs> um, absolutely precious place. Um, and it's like, it's kind of situated in between a lot of like beach towns. So we were like 10 minutes from Sunset Beach. We were 15, 20 minutes from North Myrtle Beach. We were 30 minutes from Myrtle Beach. So basically we were in, we were in the center of, a uh, beaches, which was really, really cool. And that was something I had wanted to do for my whole entire life. Like, I always knew, like, if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be moving to the beach. And it's funny now, because when I lived in North Carolina, in Charlotte, it was always like, I'm going to the beach. And everyone just knows what that means. It's like, oh, you're going to Myrtle Beach, or you're going, you know, the assumption is that you're going to a North Carolina or South Carolina beach three hours away. And it's so funny because now that I'm, like, across the country, nobody knows what the hell it means to be like, and I moved to the beach. <laughs> like, like, what beach? Like, that doesn't even... Anyway, that's stupid. That's just something I thought about. Um, But, yeah, so I moved to the beach um, in May. And, yeah, that was something I always wanted to do. I'm a beach girl. Like, I always knew that, but it is so very evident to me now I am a beach girl that's really the only place I want to be um and so and that and I I knew that my whole life so it was always a goal of mine to get to the beach um meaning North Carolina or South Carolina beach so that was like my gift to myself um for finally finally finishing college it took me six years (laughs) to finish college and my kind of mindset was just like finish college, and then you can do whatever the hell you want. But it was just so hard for me to finish college because of so many, 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 many interesting things that happened that I was just like, girl, like, just if you can do this, I was like bargaining with myself. I was like, if you can finish college, then you can do whatever you want. I was like bribing myself and what I wanted to do was move to the beach. Like I didn't want to graduate college and pursue a career. I didn't want to do an internship. I didn't want to, I, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, which was move to the beach. Um, and I said I was going to close my laptop for a year, um, which is funny in retrospect um, for reasons I'll get into. But basically yeah, I moved to the beach, and it was the best decision of my whole entire life. I loved, I absolutely adored living in Calabash. We got, like, a two-bedroom condo. It was, like, the best experience. It was such a sweet, 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 sweet time. I first got a job as a bartender in Ocean Isle Beach. Um It was really um not very fun if I'm honest it was just like a super small bar that was connected to a bagel restaurant and it was a bunch of old people and um the area Myrtle Beach I'm gonna refer to it as Myrtle Beach I think the word around town was that it was a slow season for whatever reason probably the economy so everyone kept being like oh, like, it's about to pick up. It's about to pick up. Um, we're about to be so busy. Because, like, it was June, and I was waiting for, we were waiting for school to let out in the north and the south um, so that everybody would start vacationing. And I worked there probably till mid-June from, like, uh, that can't be true. Uh well, maybe it is true. Maybe, no, nope, I worked there till the end of June. I think it was, like, June, June 21st somewhere around there. Um, And it just never picked up. And to me, June 21st is like summer. Like we're in summer. And as a bartender, I should be making, as a bartender in a vacation tourist town, I should be making a lot more money. And I mean, they were really sweet to me there. It just like, in Ocean Isle, was a lot of old people and families. And I'm 23 years old. I'm a 23, I was a 23 year old bartender. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not getting out of this what I thought I was going to get out of it. Even though it was a really sweet time, I was basically just bored. And, like, coming off of Starbucks, I was so used to, like, insanity in the workplace that I um, missed that. I missed that crazy vibe. And I was just bored at work, and I hate being bored. So I quit that job. And then while this was happening, I met the love of my life. Gray, shout out Gray. Um, And so he is from Myrtle Beach, Conway from Myrtle Beach. And he um, was working at Broadway at a restaurant, Broadway at the Beach, if you know where that is. And so I was being a little mastermind and we had like just started like dating. And something about me is that I knew he was the love of my life and so I was like you know what let me get a job across the street from him and so then I got a job across the street from him so I could see him more um so then I did I got a job at a restaurant in Broadway at the beach it was really silly I was a server um really cool to experience like the server lifestyle I I liked working there I mean it was sometimes it was interesting environment but i love interesting environments i love i love the food industry like that sounds kind of weird to say but i really do enjoy being in the food industry and like the chaos and the oh my god my i have a 12 top and and they're not being nice to me and they want to split the check like as i love complaining about that kind of stuff because it's such like it's such a non-issue like i'm a get my tips and go home and I'm not going to think about that anymore but I love to complain about something that is so annoying in the second but just a non-issue I love the camaraderie of being a server and kitchen staff and I I love being a server so I was a server for not even that long like probably a month and a half or maybe even a month even (laughs) I can't stop saying the word even um and yeah So I was living in Calabash, first a bartender, then a server, all the while going to the beach all the time with Hannah, um, going to the gym, taking walks on the beach, which is my favorite thing, tanning, going to the pool, and all the while falling in love with the love of my life. And, um, that's the most special thing that could have ever happened to me. Like, I don't know. I just, I knew, I knew I needed to move. To, it was like, it was like an out of body. Like I was so hyper-focused. I was like, graduate and move, graduate and move to the beach, graduate and move to the beach. I, there was something in me that knew I had to do it. And it's so funny how it literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. Like it literally changed all my plans, everything I was going to do, everything kind of flipped, um, after moving to the beach and meeting gray. And it's just so, it's so precious that it's so precious to listen to my podcast where I was talking about, Oh gosh, I have to quit my job and I have to, and it's so funny to think like, Okay, well, since then I've had two jobs and <laughs> I'm the love of my life and I moved to the place that I always wanted to move. Like, it's just really, it's so precious to think about everything that's happened in such a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, so while that was happening, I met Gray and we literally spent every single day together. Like every day, every night we were together. Like, I feel like we like, um speed ran the first three months in a relationship in one month like oh my god just obsessed with that guy i don't know if he'll listen to this i don't even know i don't know i'm a little embarrassed for any of the other episodes so i maybe he'll i hope he hears this um but yeah just absolutely positively obsessed with that guy we really we had the best dates our very first date was a sunrise And then he, we literally had two dates in one day. Um, He came and met me and my friends at the bar. And then our third date was a sunset. And that's just so, like, that's so precious. And we're both such beach people. Like, we are beach people. And it's so, it's just really precious that, like, we met at the beach. Our first dates were at the beach. Like, we want to live at a beach our whole entire lives. Like, it's just so fundamentally, like, important that... Like, for what, like, region played a a role in our love story. (laughs) Um, But it's just so, everything about him is just so precious to me. And everything about the whole experience of moving to Calabash. And I'd always wanted to be a bartender. I became a bartender. I always wanted to be a server. I became a server. I knew. I literally told my Nana. I was like, I can promise you Cause I didn't really, I didn't date in Charlotte. Like, you know, I dated, I went on dates. I, you know, connected with people in ways of romance. (laughs) That's a weird way to put it. I I casually dated is what I'm really trying to say. Um, But I never dated anyone. And, um... I told my Nana before I moved, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I will be finding the love. I know the love of my life is in Myrtle Beach. I told Hannah that. I told my Nana that. I was like, like, I just knew it. I just absolutely knew it. Something was pulling me there so much, and I knew that's what it was. And then I met him. Um, precious. Anyway. Anyway, I could talk about Grey for 10 years straight. But... um. And I really want him. I really, really, really want to record an episode with him. I can't wait to do that. I just slapped my leg. Um, I can't wait to do that. I think that's going to be really fun. But yeah. Anyway, so that was that was my two months at the beach, and or no, it was, it was like two and a half months. And then I think for the last two weeks I was there. I was gonna just continue working until me and Hannah had made a plan to moved to California. She is a winemaker. Um, so we were both going to be, we were both going to move to basically the Napa Valley area of California to be harvest interns for the season of winemaking. Um, but then I freaked out (laughs) because I just decided I like being a harvest intern is manual labor. And this is where the conversation where I'm baby kind of comes in. I'm baby. Like, I'm, I don't think I can do manual labor. And Hannah's very, I've always, like, kind of looked up to Hannah in that way. Like, Hannah's very extremely independent. She decides she's going to do something, and she just does it. Whether that's living in a cabin in the woods or doing manual labor, um... At a winery in upstate New York or California. Like, she really just does. And I'm that way in a different sense where, you know, I have ideas and I do it, but I don't think I could do manual labor at a winery. And for some reason in my head, when I decided I wanted to do that, I was still in Charlotte. It was wintertime. I was so. I was in school. I was so desperate to just do something new that I was like, oh, I could so work at a winery. I could so do that. That That's totally cool. I could really, really do that. And I think it's the coolest job in the world. I think it's the coolest job in the world. But then as it approached, I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm going to be doing manual labor, along with the fact that I was going to be moving here for three months, 2,000 miles away from where I grew up. 2,000 miles away from my Nana, 2,000 miles away from Gray. And I just felt like I had too much, too much anxiety about manual labor and about leaving my family for so long and being so far away that I decided to change my plan and come to California with Hannah um for a month and get her settled in see if I liked California um get her like her apartment because she's gonna stay here indefinitely um I was only gonna stay here for three months for the harvest season but she was gonna stay here indefinitely so I was like I'm gonna cut it to one month get acquainted with California because I'd never been here before and um And just get her settled in and basically hang out in California for a month. And, um, so anyway, we, I, (laughs) I just lost my whole train of thought, um, taking it back to when we were living in Calabash. I, I made that decision when we were still living in Calabash. Um, and so then that kind of changed. And then I was going to just work up until we left for California, but I quit my job because I wanted to hang out with Gray more. (laughs) I was just so sad to leave him because I knew I was going to be leaving him for the next month. And, you know, it's like I just – it maybe that sounds crazy, but I was just like, actually, I think I have to quit my job right now. So then I just quit my job and hung out with Gray all the time. (laughs) It was absolutely lovely. Um, And then, yeah, those two weeks happened. And I, um, then me and Hannah left, we did a week-long road trip, um, this was probably, this was July, end of July, we did a week-long road trip, we first drove to Memphis, we stayed in Memphis, in Airbnb, Memphis, then we drove to Texas, then we drove to Arizona, Then we drove to Vegas, and we met up with Cole and Kenny, and Cole is a poker player, professional poker player, and he has the connects because he won a freaking bracelet. Shout out Cole. And so he got us a room in the Paris Casino, which I've always, always, always wanted to stay at. So that was like the coolest thing ever. We got to stay in the Paris Hotel, and like we're we got to stay in the casino in a hotel room. Um, and it was, it was so freaking cool. I love the Paris casino and we got to swim in the Paris pool, like under the Eiffel tower in Vegas. It was literally awesome. Literally awesome. Had the best time in Vegas. I love Vegas. I love Kenny and Cole. It was the best time ever. So we stayed in Vegas for two days. Then from Vegas, we drove to California. We are now in California. Um, First, we were staying at an Airbnb, um, which we did not know until we got there. It was up a mountain. It was up a freaking mountain in a crazy way. Like, 14 miles up a mountain, just winding, 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 going up that freaking mountain. It was insane. And the first time we drove up it, like, Hannah cried. I... I was so nervous, I was like hysterically laughing, like it was the most, and there was no frigging guardrails, there were no guardrails, it was just like a, a, you're hanging off the side of a mountain, no guardrails, just, and and all of the cars, I guess everybody there is used to it, are flying, flying, up and down that damn mountain road and me and Hannah are going like five miles an hour like freaking out we have a line of cars behind us they're like trying to pass us on the curves of the mountain it was insane and so anyway we get up there and it is a log cabin in the middle of the woods on top of a mountain and I was genuinely terrified genuinely terrified for whatever reason that is like my fear to be isolated to be isolated like that's my fear like i don't even like going to like like my dad's house is <laughs> not isolated in comparison to this but he lives like in the country and even that like kind of freaks me out sometimes i'm like oh god, oh god. i'm in the country what if something happens and i need starbucks um No, just kidding, but it's just, for whatever reason, that is an anxiety of mine to be isolated and something happens, and so I was just freaking out. I was like, this is a mountain cabin. What if someone murders us? No one would even know. What if there's somebody in the closets? I literally checked every closet. I was like, what if a mountain lion gets us? What if a bear gets us? What if I have an allergic reaction and I, we can't get back down the freaking mountain because it's 14 miles before you really hit anything. Who even knows where the closest hospital was probably an hour away. And we can't drive down the mountain at night because the roads are so insane. Like everything that could possibly go wrong was going through my head. And then I got over it. I was like, <laughs> we had drove ten hours that day. The drive up was insane. Hannah almost passed out too. We like stopped to get out of the car to get food and chums, but it was it was a trifling experience. And then we get to the cabin, and it's like, literally, and the and there were pictures inside of the mountain that were insane. There was like a creepy robot. There were pictures inside of the cabin. Did I say there were pictures inside of the mountain? I don't know. There was like a picture of like a robot. And it's like head was detached from its body and it was like a drawing. And then it was like it had like human human features. And it was like, this is the human heart. This is the human gut. Like, why do we need to say gut? And human was spelt like H Y M A N it was it was weird. It was a really weird picture. And there was um a picture and the lady's like eyes were like like Painted red in a way you might think her eyes are bleeding. And there was just really creepy pictures everywhere. A guy with a bee mask. A bee suit mask. Picture of him. To this day. It was honestly a safe house. Nothing bad happened. But those pictures scared me. And there were deer everywhere. And these deer were not scared of humans. Like, I swear you could go up to one. And there's this one deer, me and Hannah named him Dirk. And he would like, I literally, I was so freaked out by him. He would just, he was a huge deer. He was like an eight pointer. And he would just stand and stare at you. And I literally was like waving my hands, like go away, go away. And like clapping, like not in a mean way, but just like he was scaring me and I needed to walk in the front door. And he was like, just standing at the door. And I was like, bro, like, I'm terrified of you right now, and he would not move, like, that's not normal behavior of deer, and I'm not gonna say the word, but you know the word, he was human-like, I don't think he was a deer, if you catch my drift, I think there was something a little sinister going on in there, and if you don't catch my drift, then that's a weird statement that I just made, but, um, really creepy, really, really, really creepy that deer. And so anyway, yeah, that was a tough adjustment to come off of Vegas to a house and a cabin in the woods. Um, and yeah, so we were at that Airbnb for, I would say uh, we were there for like three weeks ish, maybe two and a half weeks. Um, I, it wasn't scary. After that first night, (laughs) I got accustomed, but it was really tough for me because I love society. Like, I think I'm really American in that way. And that's something I didn't know until this trip. I love the conveniences of a city. I love going to Target. I love going to Starbucks. I love seeing people all around. I love chain restaurants i love chain stores and like whatever i know that's not popular opinion of people my age i know that's not cool to love to go to a place that is everywhere but i had never even moved out of my hometown and so it was shockingly really hard for me like i always like kind of thought of myself as like an adventurous person like oh i I will love to see the new cuisine and i will love to try new things but it really got to a point where I was like if I don't go to Starbucks and have an egg bite and taste something normal I'm gonna freak out because it was just like everything was different all at once um and that was just a lot harder for me than I thought it was gonna be and so I think I was looking for a sense of familiarity in any way that I could get it and that was apparently Starbucks which I guess makes sense because I did work there for three years so that was, like, the familiar place to me. And I just wanted that. Okay. Anyway, I don't need to qualify why I wanted to crystallize. <laughs> I feel like I do that a lot. Like, I'm like, no, but it's valid because of this. Like, girl, I'm the only person listening to this podcast. I don't need to qualify it to myself. God. Um, so, anyway, we're in that cabin for a while. Um, and guess what? Then Gray came and visited me. He surprised me. It was so absolutely precious. Hannah told me that I was picking up her friend, um, Bree from the airport. And I was just like, yeah, cool. And well, guess what? I'm driving to the airport. Gray. I have an inkling of suspicion because Gray told me that he had to get a new phone. So he turned his location off. He's like, I'm not going to be able to text you tomorrow because my, I have to go to work and my mom is getting me a new phone so i have to do a hard reset of my phone tonight and of course that would turn off the location and anyway i was picking up brie brie in quotations i was supposed to be there at 10:30 well i'm a really late person so i was running late and so i was driving and then gray called me at 10:30 and he was like hey what's up and i was like uh i'm dry- i'm almost to get brie um how do you have a phone and he was like oh well my mom dropped it off at work, and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, and then he was like, okay, well, I just got double sat, so I'm gonna go, and I was like, really, on a lunch, on a lunch shift, you just got double sat, interesting, and then a few minutes later, he called me again, and he was like, "Um, I made you a video, or no, he was like, I'm gonna send you a video that I just made, and I was like, what (laughs) like you're at work making a video (laughs) and you're double sat and you just got this new phone and you're making a video (laughs) like I was like what that does not even make sense and so anyway he was like just try to watch it while you're driving I was like okay cool so and it is and so anyway I received the video it is the most precious Uh, oh my god it was so sweet it was a video of like hi you're probably wondering why i'm making this video and it was really cute and he was like what you're about to see and then it was like a slideshow of like what he's been up to since we've been apart and then it was um like videos of like and guess where i am now and then he was in the airport and it was videos of him flagging to me and it was just it was so absolutely precious it just it like i don't want to say it broke my heart like it was so cute it broke my heart my heart couldn't take it, it burst my heart even, um, just absolutely, like, sweetest man, best person I've ever met in my life, um, so then I pick him up at the airport, and it was, like, the biggest surprise ever, biggest freaking surprise ever, um, so, like, god, I just love him, sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. um, sorry, and so, yeah, then we got to hang out for, like, five days in California, which was really cool, um, and we had a great time. We went to San Francisco. It was really, really, really cool. Um, and so, yeah, we did a boat ride. It was so cool. He surprised booked us a sunset um, boat ride under the Golden Gate Bridge, which is like, what the fuck? Like that, is, it was the it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing, absolutely, positively amazing, amazing. I cannot believe how sweet he was to surprise me in freaking california he drove or he flew across the country like worked doubles like oh god i love that guy um and he and then he booked us a surprise boat ride so sweet and then the next day he left he went home and to myrtle beach and in that time since he's left and i and i am here it's been, why can't I say a normal sentence it's been maybe a wee, almost two weeks actually um and me and Hannah moved from the Airbnb up the mountain down the mountain an hour away to Santa Rosa which if we're looking at this up the mountain is Cobb Mountain then you get to the bottom of the mountain you're basically in um Napa Valley-ish area And then you keep going an hour away, and you are in Santa Rosa. And then if you keep going another hour and a half away, then you're in San Francisco. So, yeah, that's where we are situated. And we got Hannah a new apartment, and, like, she's here for indefinitely. We have, we got a little bit of furniture. We took an Ikea trip. Um, We're just, like, getting Hannah settled. And then tomorrow... Wow, that's crazy. Tomorrow, technically Friday, but we have to be at the airport at 2 a.m. We are going, I'm going to the airport, and I'm going back to Charlotte. And then, and Gray's going to pick me up at the airport. And um, then we are going to have my, like, birthday weekend, because it's almost my birthday, so we're going to go to a fancy restaurant in Uptown with my mom and Nana. And it's just going to be the best weekend ever. Um and then I'm moving in with Gray in Word of Beach. And that's gonna be so cool. So freaking cool. Um I can't wait. I think it's gonna be really, really, really awesome. And I can't wait to see what happens and I can't wait to make another episode. And in this episode I didn't really get into emotions at all. Um I just for my own personal self and for whatever reason, I just really wanted to like take a second to describe what's been going on and kind of lay out the scene. Because if we're thinking of life in terms of like a TV show, in terms of seasons, this season that I've been right now is literally coming to a close. I'm about to get a whole new, cast (laughs) like that's a weird way to put it but like living with gray and like going into his life is so like completely foreign to me like i've met his friends i've met his family but like i'm about to really like go into his life i'm about to get a new job i'm about to live somewhere new like everything i'm like a day or two away from everything changing and it's just like wow that is this is a really special position to be in and it's a really special position to like just document and record myself in because it's like I don't even know similar very similar to um where I was in the very first podcast episode four months away from graduating not knowing anything that was in store for me very similar to that I have a loose idea of what's in store for me I have no idea what's in store for me I have no idea really what's about to happen, how I'm going to feel in a week, how I'm going to feel in a month, how I'm going to feel in two months. Like, it's just really, it's really so interesting to be in this position. But I am really, 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 really excited to be back home. Um, And so interesting because I always kind of thought, like, I didn't understand not leaving your hometown, and I didn't understand, which I still don't understand if you're in a financial position to leave your hometown. I think you should try it out. I really do think you ought to do that one at some point in your life, but I never expected myself to be so eager to go back. Like, in my head, I thought Charlotte was kind of like, okay, like, we're done, but now that I haven't lived there for four months and now that i've been across the world i'm like i really want to see charlotte i really want to see a food line i really want to like i really want to be home and i'm desperate to be back with gray and be back at the beach and just i don't know california is cool it's just very different they don't even give you plastic forks and i really like plastic forks and i know you're not supposed to say that but i love plastic forks and i really want them I really want to go eat with a plastic fork (laughs) and I really want to put my feet in the beach sand and the water and swim and be tan and just I feel like that's really my life like that is really the things that I need in life are access to a Starbucks and access to a beach and access to gray and access to my mom and nana like those are just things that I really, really need access to immediately. And I just didn't realize how much that was important to me. I I knew how, much, how important Gray and my family were to me. But it's just like the... And I... I don't know. I I, I love that I went to California. I love that I experienced Northern California. Um, it's been really cool. I'm just not a mountain girl. And this is a mountainous friggin' place the mountains here like there are mountains here and i just learned i'm not a mountain girl but i'm so glad that i came here and i'm so glad that i sent hannah and i'm so it's so cool to go on a road trip across the country i'm so glad i did that that was a really special experience and yeah that's just kind of like my emotions of when i was recording that first podcast episode i didn't even know i was coming to california and now here i am about to leave california and it's just like, wow, that's really cool, and probably in another six months, I'm going to be looking back on this episode and being like, oh, I didn't even know that was going to happen. I had no idea, and ah, oh, that is so special to me. It is so special to me to be in a position that you don't, where you don't know what's about to happen. I think that's one of the best feelings in the world. Um, so yeah, that's basically a recap of everything that has happened in the past six, seven months. And I think I'm going to be recording a lot more episodes than I want to record with Gray. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I think this is really special. This is really, really special. Um, and I can't wait to see where things go. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think this episode is over. Nope. Just kidding. This episode is actually not over. Um, I did want to mention, just for another interesting thing, is that I decided that I want to focus on producing and writing music for other people. And myself, but other people. Um, And I also didn't mention that. There's just so much to mention. So much happens in six months. Me and Gray are moving to L.A. area in... 2025. And so my focus has kind of shifted in terms of a career. I want to focus on producing and making music and writing for the next year so that by the time we get to LA, I'm more established and I have clients and I already have Um, a lot in the works and I already have a a client for that. So that is really awesome. Um, I feel like I'm making things happen in terms of that and really moving in a way that um, I've been really desperate to move in terms of music. Um, I feel like I have a strong direction in terms of music. And I need a job in the meantime, so I'm either going to get a remote job for writing, which is the search for that is... (laughs) Whoa. I could not speak for a second. The search of a remote writing job is proving to be a little bit tougher than I thought it was going to be, just because... It just is. Um, The topics for writing jobs are sometimes something I don't want to do. And also, I'm thinking about becoming a substitute teacher, which I'm really excited about. I'm really, really excited about that. So in terms of actual, like, job prospects, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. But I'm also really excited to find out. And that is the end of the podcast. I can't wait to find out what job I do. (laughs) Okay, bye.